0: What's going on, Man Talks Drive? Connor Beaton here, the founder of Mantox. And on this mini episode, as you can tell, we're going to get real about relationships. <laughs> so recently, we had, uh, we had a Mantox event in Vancouver where we had about 150 people out. And we had two speakers and it was called Relationships What the Fuck? And we also had an event in Calgary uh, about relationships. There were some really interesting dialogues and I wanted to share some of the takeaways because uh, I shared my personal story that I had never really shared before about when I was 18, how I graduated high school and got into a relationship with a woman who was 13 years older than me. And she had an eight-year-old kid. And we very quickly moved into uh, a place together. We shared a house and we had, you know, the white picket fence. I was basically a stepfather at the age of 18 and 19 to this to somebody else's child. And I helped raise this kid for eight years, and or sorry, five years. And by the time I was 22, I ended up sort of having like this midlife crisis where, you know, the, the child was about 13 years old and I was 22, 23. And, you know, here I was living this life of somebody that was much older than me. And I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And I had the WTF moment and realized that I had drawn in, I had attracted this relationship into the into my life to fill the void of that which I felt I didn't have. And so to give you some context for what that means is I grew up between two families. I, I grew up kind of feeling like I was like a kid between two families, like I was an orphan almost, because when my parents got married, they got married at the age of 20, and they got divorced when I, they were 33, three years after they had me, and they both proceeded to go on and marry other people. And then with with those other people, they both had a daughter and they both had a son and then they both bought a dog. And so so I kind of grew up between these two very different yet almost seemingly identical families. It was really interesting. It was like all I saw was duality, right? My two sisters were very different. My two brothers were very different. My stepdad and my father were completely opposite and my mom and my stepmom were also completely opposite. And so here I was living this sort of weird in limbo life, like between these two families that seemed completely whole by themselves, like neither of them really needed me to be there. And I don't say that as like, a oh, woe is me, like, oh, I had it so tough. I had a lot of family and I'm very, very fortunate for that. And I love all of them. So I'm not saying that to complain. I'm just giving you context. So because I didn't feel like growing up that I had my own family, it made total sense I finally clued into that when I was like 22, 23, when I had this sort of like breakdown moment where I realized, shit, like I attracted this relationship to try and build my own resemblance of a family because I didn't feel like I had that. And when I shared that story, a lot of people in the audience had a sort of like aha moment because they they sort of started to realize that a lot of the relationships that we attract into our lives as adults are trying to fill some sort of void as a kid. you know. So if you had an abusive father or a verbally abusive mother or something like that growing up, you can't, you're going to try and put yourself into situations that will basically allow you to feel safe you know, with, the, with, the, with your partner so that you're not putting yourself into that perceivingly uh, abusive relationship again. Or you go in the direction of trying to attract in the exact same thing because it's all you know so that was that was one of the relationship w t f moments that we had and then I wanted to share the the two speakers I wanted to share two takeaways from each of them because it was really really powerful and one of them uh, the first speaker was a woman, and she talked about her journey this incredible journey of you know being uh, slut shamed as a child uh going up through through school and losing her father at a very young age and turning to drugs and sex and And it was a really incredible story. And, you know, she talked about some of the the key things that were takeaways for her. And one of the things that stuck out for me was this concept that avoidance is a form of lying. Avoidance is lying. And so she got very adept at basically lying about her circumstances and her situations so that she didn't have to ever really create conflict or challenge in her life. And so she would lie about everything. And I think this is something that we do often in relationships. We we just avoid telling the truth about something because we think that it's and we feel that it's going to be too challenging to deal with or that it's going to hurt the other person's feelings or it's going to make us look bad. And so instead of bringing it up and out in the open, we just avoid talking about it altogether. But that actually is a form of of lying. It was a really powerful realization I think for the audience. The second piece there's a gentleman who shared his story of getting engaged and really falling into this relationship where he knew that it wasn't right. But from a social construct place, it was like, that's what he should be doing. He should be getting married. He should, you know, buy the house and have the kids and buy the car. And, and you know, he worked for this pharmaceutical company. So he kind of was like building this quote unquote successful life but he was actually miserable. He he really didn't want any of those things. He didn't want the job. He didn't want the relationship with this specific person, but he felt like it was what he needed to do. And so he was in a lot of, you know, emotional pain because he found himself in situations that he didn't want to be in. He wasn't in a happy relationship. And I feel like a lot of people can identify with that. And, you know, here he was, He asked this woman to marry him and he described the situation. We're going to, we're going to actually post the video online, but, um, he described the situation of proposing, um, to this woman and asking her to marry him. And she said, yes. And he's like, in that moment, I realized I wasn't excited at all. Like this, I wasn't, I had zero excitement around spending the rest of my life with this person. In fact, I felt the exact opposite. I felt like I was in pain. Like I didn't want to be there. And so one of the big takeaways that he shared was that pain is actually information. Pain is information. And I think that that is so, so important in the dynamic of our intimate relationships that pain isn't always a bad thing. Like we look at negativity and especially in the sort of like quote unquote self-help world and the personal development world, you know, where it's all like rainbows and sunshines and be fucking happy all the time. We try and avoid pain, which actually isn't the right thing. You know, anger, frustration, sadness, these are all a normal part of our emotional body. And we our job is not to ignore them. Our job is actually to look at them and acknowledge them and recognize the information that they're trying to give us. So when, when we experience pain or sadness or hurt or anger within our relationship, then we, we actually get to ask the question of what is this emotion? What's the information behind this emotion or within this emotion? You know, what is it trying to teach me or tell me? And in there is a really important space. So if you find yourself in a relationship, where you're, you know, you're f- fearful of losing them, or you're afraid. Or you have a lot of anxiety, or y- you know, you're you find yourself like sad within the relationship dynamic. Asking the question, you know, what is going on? What is this information trying to teach me? Uh, is really important. But also with your partner, you know, if they're experiencing a lot of a lot of frustration, and they're you know constantly critiquing you or criticizing you. Um, I, you know, there's a saying that critiques and criticisms in relationships are actually just unmet emotional needs. So I'm going to say that again, critiques and criticisms equal unmet emotional needs. And so it's our job to start to uncover with our partner when they're critiquing us or when they're criticizing us what the unmet emotional needs, like what's actually behind the critique, you know, what emotional need is not being met for them. If we forget to do something that we've said we're going to do and they are critiquing us or criticizing us, what's actually behind that? What, what pain or what suffering or what anger or fear or frustration is actually happening for them at an emotional level that, that needs to be addressed? So I hope that that's beneficial for you, and um, that's what I have for you today on our mini-episode. Uh, please share. Uh, please share this episode. Please leave us a review. It goes a long way. We've really started to ramp up the number of people that are listening into this podcast, and that is all thanks to your reviews, and it's thanks to you tuning in, and it is thanks for to you uh sharing the podcast i've had a, a lot of great people uh long distance love bombs jeremy shout out to you brother i appreciate you constantly sharing the, po- the podcast with your uh, crew and your network um so keep sharing it and tag tag us in it tag man talks and uh we'll give you a shout out and if you have any questions that you'd like me to address on these little mini episodes please reach out through instagram it's at man talks you can reach out through twitter at man talks or you can connect with me on the Facebook, which is also just Mantox. Until next week, this is Connor Beaton, founder of Mantox.